she was my ideal person. This is a woman who is leading. She is a leader and she has all of these women that she's serving. And my goal is to serve women who are serving others because I'm not just helping this one woman. I'm not just supporting this one woman. I get to support hundreds or thousands of others. Hello and welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose. Thank you for being here with me today. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. But before we do, I just wanted to say if you are an avid listener or even a moderate listener of the podcast and you want to keep up with what's going on in my world with the Self-Love Breakfast Club community, um, new things I'm launching, free breathwork sessions, and you want to get little love notes from me, uh, just like little motivational texts, and sometimes I give my people free coffee, then sign up for my text list. You will have textual access to me. You can text me at any time. I am absolutely at the other end of it. I get notifications in real time. So as long as I'm not in the middle of something or (laughs) sleeping, (laughs) then I will definitely text you back. So you can text SLBC to 704-270-6577. And yeah, get on my list. And like I said, you guys are the first to know all of the things. I I reach out to my text list and I give them, you know, if I'm able to do free sessions, that's where I go. If I have something that I am releasing, I tell them first. If I need feedback, I ask them. Like these are super important people to me. It's a beautiful little a little group. Um, and it's not a group text. You, It's private. It's individual, you and me. But I'm able to text out to many or just to one-on-one if I need to. So um, it's pretty cool. I really like it. And I like having that option. And like I said, sometimes I do free coffee and things like that with my, with my texties. So yeah, go ahead and text SLBC to that number. Let me read it again for you. 704-270-6577. And you will be up on all the things. And maybe you'll get like a little note, you know, that, that you need during the day. I do that too. Ah, so imposter syndrome. This is um an interesting one for me because it's not really something I had struggled with in the past, but over the last year I did come I did come kind of face to face with it and I want to share that experience with you guys cuz I think it's important. I think a lot of the times, you know, people struggle with imposter syndrome and they think they're the only one or they might look at someone who's doing a bunch of stuff like i.e. I am doing a bunch of stuff, you know, and be like, oh, I bet that person never feels like they're not (laughs) good enough or, you know, like qualified enough and all of that. So in the past, um, pretty much if I wanted to do something or I wanted to start something, I just did. I didn't care if I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, and, And Rebellia is a really great example of that. I knew nothing about the clothing industry. You know, we originally were supposed to be like making clothes to measure. I knew nothing. I Googled everything. I eventually found a community that was really helpful. But before that, I mean, I, I paid for lunches. I, you know, asked people to pick their brain and and was like, I will pay you if you let me pick your brain. I'm just so lost. I knew I didn't, I didn't know anything, but it didn't stop me 
from doing the thing. And, and I think that's been true for a lot in my past. I had applied for jobs that I probably had no business applying for. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't like because of confidence. Honestly, it, it really wasn't. It was because, well, why not? I knew that you know, if I didn't really know something, I knew I could figure it out. And I, I really trust myself in that arena. Like if I don't know something, I'm going to figure it out. Like everything's figure outable. Everything is Googleable now. I mean, back then it wasn't, um, now it is right. And so I kind of just like trusted myself and that I would figure it out. So fast forward to, you know, when I began coaching and actually before I began coaching. So when I was just getting my practicum hours in, there was someone who was my ideal client. This woman is a badass, okay? She's a badass CEO. They were her company was on Inc's, I think it was like the 500 fastest growing companies or like the 5000 fastest growing companies, maybe it was 1000. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they were like a number 147 or something. Like just phenomenal growth in her business. She leads a community of more than 7,000 like brands, business owners. It's just wild, okay? <laughs> so I reached out to her because I, I had a relationship with her. She actually helped coach me in the boutique space with Rebellia like several years ago, a few years ago, and because that's what she does. And yeah, and, and it was great working with her. And then, you know, we've seen each other at various events that that they've hosted. And I've attended because I have a boutique. So it just makes sense for me to attend these things. And, you know, she is, she's always been so great. Like we were sitting in the back of an SUV at one point, like rapping to Tupac together on our way to a drag show. <laughs> Like a very random experience. Um, whenever I would see her, I would I would pick her up and try to squat her. So we had a very like friendly rapport. And we liked each other. We considered each other friends. So when I reached out to offer her a free session, it, yes, it was very strategic because she was my ideal person. This is a woman who is leading. She's a leader. And she has all of these women that she's serving. And my goal is to serve women who are serving others because I'm not just helping this one woman. I'm not just supporting this one woman. I get to support hundreds or thousands of others, you know, and, and even if the person I'm working with isn't a business owner, which totally happens. I have some that are not. It's great still because it's not just, it's not just them, even though working with them is amazing and helping them is amazing. I get to impact their families. I get to impact their relationships, you know, and so it's so cool to me knowing that I have just a small part, you know, in, in that. I, I love that part. <laughs> it it's, makes me stoked. It makes me really happy to get out of bed in the morning. So with this particular woman, it, this whole thing took me off guard. I, I gave her a free session and at the end of it, she was like, okay, I want in. And at that point, I didn't have anything to sell her. I, I hadn't figured out my offers. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. I hadn't even graduated yet. I was just like knowing that as soon as I graduated, I was going to start taking on clients and really dive into the coaching space. And I was just like, um, <laughs> okay, well, let me get back to you on that. Like right now I don't have anything refined. She's like, okay, cool. Well, let me know. And I'm in. Everything about that was positive, right? So time goes on and I, and I graduate and all of that. And, and 
I'm like, she was on my list of people to reach out to. And I felt like not, I don't know if it was scared, but I was just like, oh man, she probably found someone else to do this kind of work with. And, you know, maybe she's not even interested anymore. I I don't know. Like, who am I? Who am I to work with this woman? Like, she's so successful. And like, I'm just starting out. She's the, maybe she was just saying that to me. Right. And this is like not normal for me, you guys. Like I was saying, like, I don't usually have those sorts of thoughts. And I think that because it was like a direct person, you know, like this was my ideal person as opposed to like, I'm just going to like start a business and like, I'll figure it out. Right. It was like a real person. And yeah, it kind of threw me. And so I ended up reaching out to her and we sat on a call and I, you know, heard a little bit more from her, like why she had said that she had wanted in. Um, And then I told her about the program that I created and I told her the price and she was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, uh, like you're in? And she's like, absolutely. Yeah, let's do this. So I was like, okay, amazing. And, and then I was supposed to like, you know, I reached out to her about like payment and how she wanted to do that. Um, cause she wanted to think about that for a little bit, which was fine. And like, she's super busy. And so I, I kind of like, didn't really hear back. And then I was like, oh my God, she changed her mind. <laughs> That's it. She changed her mind. She doesn't want to do it anymore. And I just like felt, I just felt really bad about it. I just felt like I wasn't good enough. And, you know, I wasn't good enough to help someone like her. I wasn't good enough for my ideal client. And that's how I felt. And then really shortly after, she hops on Facebook Messenger and is connecting me to another woman. And she's like, hey, I wanted you to meet this person. I was telling them about, you know, my experience with you so far and how I'm going to be working with you. And she was like, I need this. And so I think you guys should talk. And I'm sitting here and suddenly I just got so mad at myself. Like, what are you doing? This woman hasn't even started working with you yet. And and not only is she like gung-ho, like she's going to do your program, but she's referring someone else. Like she she hasn't even experience the depth of what you can do. And and she's referring someone else. Like what more evidence do you need to be okay with this? What more evidence do you need to realize that she thinks you're great? She wants to work with you. She's not going to bail on you for someone who's better, more experienced, more qualified. No, she likes what she got from you. And that was like that, that moment where I really had to, I had to look at myself, right? Because there was not a thing that this woman was doing that would actually signify that she didn't think I was good enough, that she didn't think I was qualified enough or that I had to, and this, and this is a woman. And and I think this is where some of this came from. This is a woman who has worked with top coaches. She's worked with people like Brendan Burchard. Okay. Like put that name next to mine. Okay. (laughs) I am not there. And, you know, her having worked with someone like him and she's got a lot of coaching industry friends. She knows a lot of people in the space. This woman has done a ton of personal development. It's her jam. And so for her to see that in me, 
it it really gave me that imposter syndrome. I really felt like, who am I to be working with someone who is this amazing, who has done a ton of coaching? Like some, there must be a fluke. <laughs> like it must be a fluke because there's no way. There's no way. And and so after you know all of these interactions with her, and then you know she went ahead and signed up for the program and and paid in full. And then, you know, we had our first session and I was like to myself, I'm like, don't screw this up. (laughs) Don't screw this up. This is your ideal client. You need to go in there and, and you need to do something that's going to blow her mind. And you guys, I really want to just like drive this home. Like I probably spent the first few sessions really wanting to make sure I blew her mind every time. Just, I've got to do something. I got to perform, you know, and, and that's not, that wasn't, I, it was good in the sense of like, you know, I, I was able to pull through for myself, but you know, not good in the sense where I'm like putting all this pressure on myself to like perform when, when coaching, it's not about me, right? Like when I work with my clients, it's about them. They show up and whatever is going on with them or whatever they put on the table, that's what we do. It is agenda-less for me. I don't come in with an agenda like, okay, we're going to do this and this and this and this, and then you're going to feel this way. It's like, hey, you know, tell me about your week. Tell me what's going on. You know, what what do you want to work on? Like, what's going on? And and really kind of like being intuitive and and seeing like the little nuances in their story and what's going on with them and and then finding that and then being able to help them. It's almost like a treasure hunt for me now, you know, especially when I've been working with people for several, several months, you know, sometimes on the surface, it can feel like there's like literally nothing to work on, but there's always something that we can work on, right? Because we are going to continue to grow. We will grow forever, And basically what I mean by that is that, you know, new levels, old devils, new levels, new devils, we're always going to have something to work on. That is just life. And so that happens in my coaching as well. And the reason why, you know, I kind of went off on that little tangent was because, you know, I was putting all this pressure on myself to perform because I did not believe somewhere in there that I was worthy of coaching this woman. I had a little glimmer of just a lack of belief on on my ability to serve the people that I was wanting to serve. And I had one right in front of me. And you know, what ended up happening was that I, I was given the opportunity to stretch into that space. Whenever we do something before we're actually truly ready or before we feel like we're ready, it can feel really untethering. It can feel scary. We'll, you know, we're like, I'm not ready. And if I, if I do it now, I'm going to mess it up. Right. And, and just one of the reasons why it just feels so chaotic is because we don't quite fit in that space yet. We're moving into it. We're growing and stretching and expanding into that space. And it's so beautiful because it feels like shit, right? It feels absolutely awful when we are leveling up. It never feels good. It, you know, when we when we think about leveling up, and we're like, oh yeah, that next level, like that's gonna be awesome. When we're actually in it, we don't feel like we are leveling up. We feel like we're failing. We feel like we suck. 
We feel like this is this is too much. I'm I can't fit into that space. But in this process, we're actually stretching and we're growing and we're expanding and we are starting to fill that space. And then it becomes our new normal. It becomes routine until we do it again. And and this was something that I really wanted to highlight for you guys because you know, that was my moment. It was, it was my moment of where I had that imposter syndrome and, and it, because it was so familiar, unfamiliar to me, you know, that that's not something that I had dealt with. And so here we are, this is an opportunity for growth. This is an opportunity to show myself what I am made of. This is an opportunity to show my ideal client, my ideal person, that I've got this and I can help them. And it's been an absolutely incredible journey with her. Every single session, she walks away with something. She's always glad she did. And I no longer am sitting there terrified that like, I'm not going to perform. This happened over time after, you know, several sessions of that just went really great. I had to analyze my beliefs. I had to have like a little pep talk slash chat with myself. Like, you're doing great. This is going really great. And it was really validating, but it had to come from me because like, you know, I had said, like this woman didn't give me any reason to believe that she didn't think I was good enough. You know, that was 100% coming from me. So I had to do the work. I had to get in there and figure out, you know, where did this belief come from? Or, you know, why do I feel this way? And give that part of me some love and compassion and grace, and then just keep showing up. And you guys, when we do things that we're scared to do, the most amazing, beautiful, wonderful, just like aligned things happen. And being able to step into the person I needed to be to coach this particular woman has benefited me over and over. Not only is she referring people, she had me on her podcast. She has me teaching classes in her community. She's referred others to me. And I, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it's exactly what I desired. And I never would have gotten to experience that if I didn't just take that leap. And if I didn't allow myself to feel those shitty imposter feelings, instead of letting, you know, the imposter syndrome take over and believe it, I decided to analyze where that belief was coming from and, and chose not to believe it. I chose not to allow myself to fall into believing these lies, these negative lies about myself or this fear-based junk that was there, you know, to keep me safe. Really, right? That's all fear is. Fear is just there to keep you safe. And if we're like, oh no, if I do this, this will go wrong. I'm scared. And then we don't do it. Well, then we stay safe, right? Because there's always a possibility that we we will come up short. That's what happens, right? But we still learn and we still grow when that happens. So it was really cool. I um actually was just at the conference uh, that her organization puts on. And I've been to the conference several times before because um, I'm in the industry. And so I go. And it was just really cool to see it from this different 
perspective this time. Like I get to be the person who supports her in the way that, you know, she needs it. And then she is serving and supporting all of these women. How freaking cool. And, you know, like, of course she killed it. She was amazing. Of course, like she always has been, but it was just like a different viewpoint. I got to have a really different perspective and angle on the whole thing. And I'm, I'm super, super grateful for that. And, you know, if she never referred another person to me (laughs) or did another thing for me in that way, I would still be just be so grateful just for the opportunity, not just, you know, to work with her, but to go through this process. You know, I'm grateful that I felt that imposter syndrome. I'm so grateful that I felt it when I look back because I got to grow. It was an opportunity for growth. It was an opportunity for me to show up and show myself what I was made of. And now I believe it. And, you know, I've, we all have people say things to us that they may not get what we're doing, or, you know, maybe they think we're overpriced or whatever, right? Everyone has an opinion and they're entitled to that. That's fine. You know, if you want to collect, collect other people's opinions (laughs) or if other people want to collect opinions about other people, I mean, that's up to them. But I know in my heart that I am made to do this. I know in my heart that I am called to do this. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that I can help. I can do amazing things. I can lead and guide people into their healing, into into their best selves. And that is incredible and worth every step of the way. So I just want to tell you, if you're feeling imposter syndrome, you know, here are a couple of things that you can do. First is ask yourself, is this true? (laughs) Is this true? In my case, it was not true. It was coming from inside of me. It didn't come from outside. It wasn't, I didn't, you know, reach out to her and her say, oh no, I'm sorry. You're not qualified to work with me. You know, is this true? And, And really be truthful with yourself on the answer with that. And then regardless of your answer, the next tidbit is where did this come from? Where did this idea that I'm not good enough for X, Y, Z come from? Why do I believe this? What has happened in my past that has led me to believe that I need more credentials or I need this much more experience or I why do I believe that I need this in order to do what I desire to do? And of course, if it's like an actual tangible thing, like, oh, I want to be a lawyer, but I haven't gone to law school. Well, <laughs> you know, yes, you would you would probably need to go to law school first in order to go and be a lawyer. But I'm, I'm talking about when, you know, we have a desire to do something and we basically have, you know, the training, but then we just like, don't feel like we're ready. Or, or we we tell ourselves we're not ready, and then here we are for years, just being like, "I'm not ready, I'm not ready." Well, we could have been ready at some point, right? <laughs> so, really, ask yourself, like, where is this coming from? Where you know, where did this belief originate? And and then just like have some compassion for yourself. Like, so often I hear people be like, "Oh, it's so stupid that I you know do that," or "I hate that I do that," and it's like, 
We all do that. It's okay. You know, we have that mean voice in our head. We don't have to be like, oh, what a stupid voice. No, it's like, that's, that's the voice of judgment. And like, we get to have love for that voice because for whatever reason, that's the way that that voice tries to keep us safe. It's trying to keep us, you know, we're trying to avoid embarrassment. We're trying to avoid failure. You know, all of those scary feelings, like those painful feelings, we will do anything to avoid. And that means pursuing our dreams or something that, you know, we really want to do. That is what we do. (laughs) That's what we do as humans. So I hope that that is helpful. You know, this is an opportunity to see what you're made out of. Whenever you feel that, oh gosh, am I good enough to do this? Or I don't feel like I'm qualified enough to do this. Just leap, man. You know, let it be scary. Scream all the way down. (laughs) Okay. Just scream all the way down. It's going to be okay. And you know what? If it sucks or maybe you don't do as well as you hoped you would, it's okay. Like that's what we get to learn from. And if you haven't listened to my episode about the first pancake, listen to it. It's good. You know, it's talking about that that first try. Like we all have this shitty first draft and like we don't, you know, the, the first pancake is always the awkward one and maybe it's a little burnt and it's okay. That's how we learn. That's how we get better. And that is how we really step into the person that we want to become. We don't get to skip the hard stuff. We don't get to do that. We have to take every single step along the way to step into our best selves. And we don't get to our best selves by being afraid to leap, by being afraid to try to do the things that we desire to do and the things that we want. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with a friend if you found it valuable. And you can always reach out to me at Rose on Instagram, slide up in my DMs, or text me like I gave you that number in the beginning. And I appreciate you guys so much for listening, every single one of you. I really, really do. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories. Send it to a friend who might need it or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.